Hi there, my name is Jessica. A lot of you know me as Jessica OS, and um, it's unfortunate I couldn't be with you in uh, the venue today, but I had to be in the US for a few personal you know, matters. But it's, it's great, it's great, and I'm really excited um, to be here and to be able to talk to you about just basically your brand. Um, I'm not a brand expert, I must put that out there from the get-go, um, but I have seen how having a good personal brand or even a corporate brand um, has given a lot of people and entities leverage across board. And I think it will be a really good um, discussion to have. So easiest way I can define this whole branding thing is just basically what people say about you when you're not in the room, when you have your back turned, when you're not there to defend yourself. What are people saying about you? Um, because, you know, I do strongly believe that perception becomes reality. And if people begin to perceive your brand in a certain light, it could inadvertently affect you in the way um, people see you at large. It could influence the kind of businesses that come your way, the kind of deals or um, contracts that even come your way, the way people treat you, whether you make more money or less, and that kind of thing. Can you actually work on improving your brand? I believe so. I mean, it's a matter of staying consistent over time and creating trust and believability. And so this is not going to be a very long talk, but I'd just like to share with you a couple of instances where um, being a strong personality or being a big brand in, a, in the industry in which I found myself worked to my advantage. And one story that I tell that not a lot of people know about is a story of how I became the brand ambassador for Ghana's number one telecommunication network, MTN. Now the story is quite interesting because what happened was um, I had been hired by an agency back in the day to do voiceovers. So like every now and again, they'll call me and say, oh, MTN has voiceovers. So, you know, come through, record a few of the instant voice responses, the IVRs, and I would just go in, record it and leave, get paid for that particular job and leave. And this went on for a year or maybe two until one day I just sat back and said to myself, you know what, why do I have to be taking money in pieces from a brand as big as MTN, you know, so as and when they have jobs, get paid as opposed to being like maybe the voice ambassador for the company. So I picked up my phone and prior to that, I didn't have any relationship with the chief marketing officer at the time. I just picked up my phone, um, got his contact number and called him and I identified myself on the phone. I said, hello, my name is Jessica. I work with City FM. He's like, oh yeah, hi, Jessica, how are you? I didn't expect to hear your um, call or hear your voice today. And I said, yes, um, I know you're a very busy person, but do you have a moment? Can I come through? And he said, yes. So sat in the car, drove straight to his office at MTN. He granted me audience almost immediately. And whilst, once I was in front of him, I said to him, look, I've been doing your voices for X number of years. And I realized that, you know, basically you guys have several voices because I'm called so ever so often to come through and record these voiceovers. And then um, I said to him, I think that a better use of your money will be to put me on a retainer, make me a voice ambassador and pay me X amount in a year. So I could do like one voiceover for you guys or a thousand in a year, but get paid a fixed amount from the 
company's point of view, of course, that would be beneficial because, for instance, if they had a particular year where they had a lot of campaigns, they wouldn't necessarily have to pay extra for me or for my voice. And it seemed like it went down well. He gave me a couple of days to think about it. And then, bam, I landed a contract. And it's been 13 years since I became MTN's brand ambassador. So yes, if you call MTN, you'd most likely hear my voice telling you that that number is switched off. Now, how does this relate to the importance of a brand? Now, get this. If I was someone nobody knew, or if I was someone he had never heard of, do you think that his door would have opened to me so quickly? I'll give you a moment to think about that. The answer is no. It wouldn't have... But because I had managed to build my brand to such a level where I had become visible in the media space, it was easy for me to walk through that door. Now, I always tell my friends this because they come at me and say, oh, you know, you know all these people and, and you know, it's easy for you to get around. And I tell them, I actually don't know a lot of people, don't have a lot of friends, very few acquaintances. But what I do know is there is no door possibly in Ghana that I cannot walk through. And that's because my brand speaks for me. My brand um, precedes me. Now, branding matters because it speaks louder than you will ever get to speak in your lifetime. And I have seen bad brands get destroyed overnight. And I have seen young brands grow into huge businesses and corporations or huge personalities. Now, a brand is something that you need to work on every day. You know, um, people would ask me, for instance, you know, Jess, um, you seem to be such a happy person when you're on radio. And I say to them, well, um, that's what my on-air brand or my on-air personality requires. Um, but then over the years of being in radio, I had managed to separate my on-air personality from my off-air personality, because I realized that if I brought my off-air personality to the show, it would be really, really boring because off-air I'm quiet. I'm not too engaging. I like to, you know, be by myself and in my corner with very, very few friends that I can count on one hand. Um, and I'm pretty much the opposite of my radio personality. It's about being able to create a certain experience that people get from you every single time they encounter you. So most likely, if you ever listen to my radio show, you would think, Jessica's such a friendly person. But when in actual fact, I'm really shy, most likely if I saw you on the street, I'd just nod towards you or say hi and walk past, just out of courtesy, but I'd rather not be doing that. I'd rather be in the corner of the room, minding my own business, just being by myself. But you see, over the years, I've been able to create a brand that comes across as confident, articulate, um, a go-getter, knows what she wants and delivers it. And it hasn't come easy. It's been something that I've had to work on like every day of my life, you know. You might be surprised if I tell you that, for instance, I'm not as confident as people think I am. But you see, if you're able to even create the impression that you are confident, people start to buy into whatever it is that you create. I'm not saying when you're creating a brand, you need to be um, what you're not. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying anything you need to do to get you from point A to a higher pedestal or a higher point is what you should be doing. So if you know you're shy, 
for instance. Start working on how to approach people, how to talk to people, how you can um, um, have meaningful conversations and stuff like that. It's very, very, very important if you're going to be able to grow as a person. Let me tell you what, I started YouTube about 20 months ago. And I remember when I first started, there were so many people who said to me that I was going to fail. Why? Because several other people had gone on YouTube and failed. I heard them, but I also knew what I wanted to do and I was willing to give it a shot. Now, over time, I've been able to get a massive following of people who believe in what I say, who keep coming back because they find value in the information that I give them. I've been able to build a brand that is credible, reliable, because I make regular posts and friendly. So when people come to my YouTube channel, Jessica OS, if you didn't know what it was, when people come to Jessica OS YouTube channel, they expect nothing but the truth. They expect, like they expect me to say it as it is. You know, if it's a difficult topic and they're not sure that the person that they're with, for instance, will tell them the truth, they can come to my channel and look for a video that addresses their problem. And they can be sure that I will not mince words about it, right? So even in terms of online, over the past 20 months, I have been able to build an online presence from the scratch. And I remember when I first started my channel, I made a post, um, I did a video actually on how to start an online business. And I remember this comment so clearly because it stuck in my head. A guy came to write underneath, well, what online business do you have? And what right do you have to advise us when you have nothing going for you? At the time it was true. I had just started YouTube and I was pretty much trying to figure my way out. 20 months down the line, I moved from zero to over 620,000 subscribers and people in Ghana are calling my channel an anomaly. Now, what they did not know is a lot of sweat, research and blood went into this. I went into a rabbit hole just trying to figure out how the YouTube algorithm works. And 20 months down the line, I make six figures USD on YouTube. People will not understand and never believe the power of consistency when it comes to branding, the power of pure will, the power of adding value to people's lives. When you find yourself in a position where you can help people be better and what you share actually adds value to their lives that they can see the change happening. Once they implement the advice that you give, they will keep coming back to you. And once they follow you, guess what they do? They begin to share your message. They begin to share your content with their friends. And you know what? The best form of advertising is always the advertising that comes from word of mouth. Why? Because it's coming from a friend. It's more believable as opposed to coming from a television set. Someone telling me to buy something because it's supposedly good. If my friend recommends it, I'm more likely to sample that thing as opposed to some shady, unbelievable ad, right? And so this is, I mean, I'm, I'm sharing all this information because I want you guys to really think about how you want the world to perceive you. Appearance is everything and you'll never get a second chance to create a first impression. So as you go through school, as you complete school, maybe in a couple of years, Start thinking about how you would like to present yourself to the world. Sometimes, 
The world could even have a bad image of you. You could catch a bad rap because certain group of people don't like you. And so they decide to just say whatever it is that they want. Right. But over time, you're able to turn all the negative attention you get into positive that will help your brand. There's a school of thought that says that negative publicity is still good publicity. Well, that kind of is true if all you're looking for is publicity, but negative publicity can actually hurt your brand more than help it because brands that keep people coming back are brands that offer people positive experiences. Well, I hear my video is supposed to be about 10 minutes long, so I will try to summarize this. In a nutshell, your brand can make you or break you. And in today's world where everything is going digital, your brand matters. Your personal brand matters. You know, brands are important. Brands are part of our daily lives. Branding is what will determine whether you'll have a relatively easier life or a more difficult one. You can work hard, but you can also work smart. If you have a good brand, you might not necessarily be working harder, but your brand will speak for you and people will open doors for you. And so, yeah, I, I guess I'll end it here. I don't know what the other speakers were talking about, but hopefully you found this video helpful. So thanks to the team at Ashesi for contacting me and it's been great. And when you can, if you can find me on YouTube, um, just search for Jessica OS, especially all the young men in the audience, Jessica OS, or you can also check out my podcasts, the sunshine girl podcasts on Spotify, Google podcasts, Apple podcasts. I'm right there. Send me a message. Let me know that you watch this video and I'll reach out. All right. Take care. And, um, my name is Jessica. See you later.